Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show. With me, I am uh, the QBV Cat, and with me today, I hope, is on the other line, freezing his nuts off. Figard, how are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm all right, thank you. How did you know I'm freezing my nuts off? Well, I hear it's quite cold in the uh, in the frozen north. Um, in fact, I don't think you ever get above 10 degrees centigrade, do you? Ever? Even in <laughs> Well, you also thought, you said that, another episode, I forgot to, to talk to you about that. You said that there were, what, one in the ratio... Ratio men and women born was oh, yeah. one to twenty or something. Well, I checked that up, and you're wrong. Oh, did you? And why? Yeah, I did. Because you thought you were in with a chance of uh, being being the man. Yeah. What, what is just, the ratio? Uh, uh, I can't remember now, but it's going back and forth. So some years there are more women born than men, and vice versa. But oh, now how I think dull. it's around. At the moment, I think there's around what was it five percent more men than women or something. The birth rates. How dull I thought you know, I could start a new business where I send women to Norway to get married because I can't find anyone. Else. Well, that actually, that you're too late. Is that there someone actually, doing that? Oh, yeah, they do that in Russia. We're fairly close to oh. Russia, you know. So there's sites oh. like Russian Bride.ru and stuff like that. <laughs> that True. Go to. So we see that all the time that Norwegian men, they don't, they, especially, I, I wouldn't, um, how do I put it so it doesn't get too wrong? Uh, men that <laughs> Just are <laughs> no, but men that have difficulties getting Norwegian women sometimes give up and just go <laughs> and check out the Russian dating sites instead, because what there's a cultural difference between Norway and Russia, where really? the culture in Russia is currently where we were like twenty, twenty five, thirty years ago. So, yeah. It's so what you're saying it's is worth... that uh, the Russians are stupid? No, not well, saying that. I've elected Putin. Putin is amazing. No. From the last oh, by long. the way, no, 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 no. The Russians are not stupid. Of course they are not. Okay. But, um, <laughs> they do look to Norway, and many women in Russia would like to have a a Norwegian man. Yeah, a wealthy Norwegian man, and move here. Oh, I suppose because your society is quite socialist, isn't it? So you, you get various benefits that they wouldn't necessarily get. Oh, yeah, there's the benefits. But yeah, but there are other things like cultural stuff. In, in Russia, the chance of getting a, an alcoholic husband is uh, overwhelming because they drink a lot. And, uh, <laughs> I thought Norway well, had the same. No, oh, no, 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 no. In Norway, don't you have to line up to buy alcohol from a little booth? Oh, oh no, well, that's, uh, not, that's Finland. No, <laughs> that's Finland. yeah, we st- we've stopped drinking. <laughs> You've stopped drinking altogether. Well, we just eat reindeer. <laughs> yeah, no, we drink. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, we're not allowed to drink here too much. Uh, well, we're allowed to drink, but it will cost us. So. Oh, so alcohol is so, really expensive. Or do you, do you have to have a license where you only allowed to buy a certain amount per per um, month? Oh no, because that, no, that's no, what happens buy- here. You know, uh, where you I buy... am, you, oh you yeah, I can imagine. Spend a certain amount on your uh, of your salary per month, and that information goes to your employer. Yeah, deadly. To you your have employer. To have a license to buy it. 
you know, your employer has the information of how much you purchase each month and you're only allowed to purchase a certain percentage of your salary. So once you've gone over that, you can't, you have to stop. Kat, oh. is, it, yeah. is it fair to say that the, uh, you not being employed anywhere, that's a good, good thing? You being oh, your I own ways employer. I have ways and means around it. There's a thing called the black market. And I tell you what, when anybody suppresses anything, they'll always find it somewhere. Because if you suppress anything in history, a human is going to find a way of making it happen. Uh, Of course. We have the the same... Yeah, sorry. So prohibition doesn't work. Banning guns doesn't doesn't work. Banning sex doesn't work. (laughs) Banning alcohol (laughs) does not work. (laughs) We have the uh, same thing as you do, probably, but what we do here is we just go down to the harbour and stand there for a while and a nice Russian guy will show up and hand you whatever you want. <laughs> vodka, <laughs> sir! Vodka today, sir! <laughs> I just go down to the harbour and he'll hand me a dick. I mean, a bottle of vodka. <laughs> Excellent. Whatever you like. I said I said whatever you want. <laughs> how, how far away is the harbour from your town? How far do you have to go out of Se- your way? S- seven minutes. Oh, is it? Oh, so you're quite close yeah. to the coast. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so, so that's how we roll. Speaking of, how did we? Yeah, how did we end up talking about Russian dicks? That's usually how this conversation degenerates. That <laughs> is not a surprise. But whilst oh. we're on the topic of products, that is something that I would like to speak about today because often um, there's a, a big complaint within the industry that people don't buy products from the salon anymore and it's quite hard to sell a product because there are a lot of providers like pharmacies, chemists, supermarkets, what have you, who will stock product here, here, beauty products and sell it very cheaply because obviously they buy in bulk and they're prepared to give discounts to customers. Um, And there are a lot of online sites who just sell products so that someone very clever who's decided to go into business and sell products online can sell them at a much cheaper margin because they don't have a bricks and mortar uh, premises to pay for. Uh, An online site or an online premise is very relatively cheap, whereas rent in a salon is quite high. So they don't have the same costs that you do when you're in a salon. So selling products that way can be um, um, quite lucrative for the person who's selling online but but doesn't help you in your salon business because your clients see your products see they're more expensive and off they go and buy them online and I know that you had the story uh, as it last week about the woman who yeah. sat in the chair and, and was prescribed a whole lot of um, products from her stylist and then she sat there in the chair and ordered them all online in front of the stylist on another site yeah yeah that's how far people will go to do it yeah. Yeah. If that were me, I I would have been stunned. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, I don't know why she didn't say excuse me, but you know, you can do that, but you're no longer a client. You know, yeah. I I can prescribe this for you, but because I know, um, you know, that's the value I'm giving you. Yeah. Or what about having the fucking decency to do it at home if you're going to do it? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, that is out there. There are clients who will get their home hair dye and do their hair at home. And they'll turn up in your salon at some point because the uh, the dye has 
has um, either reacted because I've done it too many times or they've got lines because I've done it each time on the roots and they haven't done it properly and you know they haven't blended it in properly or it's gone too dark or it's gone too orange um, and they, they will come to you at some point wanting a correction. Um, so that's what happens and it is frustrating because you think well if you just come to me in the first place you wouldn't be in this mess, you wouldn't be miserable, you wouldn't have to pay a huge amount to be corrected. It would just be a regular process, your hair would be in great condition, you know, your skin would be in great condition, your nails would be in great condition and you wouldn't feel like this and I would you know, have a regular client. I think, so, yeah, and I think, but I think part of the problem these days is that the, 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 the um, uh, manufacturers of, of products, they sell both through salons and online. So they kind of compete against the salons online as well. Which well, is, of course they are. What, what they many hairdressers perceive, yeah, many hairdressers perceive that as part of the problem. That, now there are solutions to that, but, but just to, to kind of describe the, the problem people see here. Well, there are solutions um, and there are some really good solutions. And I know sometimes that salons really resent uh, the whole selling of product within the salon. You know, you can train someone to do the sale and all the rest of it and people see it as, oh, I don't want to hard sell somebody or I don't want to give them something that they don't need or don't want. Um, and actually you forget what you're, you're there for. What you're there for is to provide the client with an outcome that they're looking for and a solution to their problem. And if your product helps that solution to their problem, you, it's your duty to sell it to that client. Um, and if that means that they're looking after their hair, nail, skin in between visits to the salon and that gives you a better template to work with the next time they come in the salon, it's benefiting both of you. Um, so as part of your process of them sitting in the chair and, and being uh, in your salon and being a client, what you can say to them is this, and this works really, really well, even before you touch their hair, is I'm going to work with you today and this is what I'm going to recommend. If you don't take my advice and you don't take the action that I prescribe to you, then we can no longer be, um, you can no longer be a client of the salon. Because that this takes is what balls, I require. Yeah. Big balls, big balls. Yeah. Once you've done it once, it's easy. Because you'll get That's one true. of two reactions. The first reaction you'll get, which you're probably expecting to get is, what the fuck, and they walk out. Um, very, very, very rarely happens. Very rarely happens. Because if you've positioned yourself as the go-to salon and that you know what you're doing and it's your niche and you've got, a, you've got a target audience, what you'll find is this reaction. Oh my God, I do not want to go anywhere else. I will do whatever you say. Yes, that's fine. Yes, I'll do it. First, you're going to believe and position yourself as that niche and or niche salon that does a specific job and a specific thing and you've got a specific target audience but you've also got to have the right products and you're going to know that and be confident that your products do what they say they're going to do so you don't can't sell anything shit <laughs> you can't just sell it because it's cheap so know your products and if that means going to a supplier and finding out who manufactures them who developed them whatever then go and do that because it's your reputation that's going along with that product you're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. I would say some customers do, but most would say it's just a case of, uh, of uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, another funny thing is that I heard that uh, sometimes, uh, I don't know if this is true or not, 
But sometimes the reason some products can be sold very cheaply online is because they've been sat at the pier for in 40 degrees for four weeks and been <laughs> and and you know been destroyed but then they exactly yeah there's all kind of shysters in the industry in any industry that you're working in um, and there'll always be somebody trying to sell something that's not quite right uh, so I mean, that's something that you can use in your marketing is that we, we know where our products come from. We know how they've been handled. We know how they're stored. We know how effective they are. We use them ourselves. We test them, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, if, overcome that objection when um, a client comes up with it. That's and also think. overcoming the direct comparison. I think that's really important. I mean, the lab, creating your own series of products or something that you label. Well, that, I mean, that's the solution is that you can create your own problems, you, your yeah. products. You can, in fact, I mean, I don't know how easy it is in Norway, but in the UK, I know that there's two companies you can go and approach and say, I want my own products. I want to white label yeah. your products. So basically you're buying their product and you're putting your own label on it. Um, it's not expensive. Uh, yeah. The initial outlay might be a little bit, yeah, but it's worth it. That's the thing. It is worth because it. then at least at least customers can't just take your product and go online and buy the same thing. At least you can compare it. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, that's something we did in my salon actually. So I, I um, we were friends with uh, a, a manufacturer, a supplier, a actually someone who um, I'll name him. He's Daniel Field. He's uh, the um, father of organic hair care and hair products in the UK. Um, and his product goes all around the world. And in fact, most organic products these days have taken his formulas and slightly changed them to make them theirs. Um, so it all stems from Daniel. So he would make our products for us um, and we'd yeah. just put our labels on them. Um, he was He's delightful, actually. <laughs> Very fun, fun guy. And if you think further ahead, that could also create a new opportunity for you because you could sell them online. <laughs> well, that's what we were doing, and I think uh, I think Terry still does sell them online. So yeah, so and and because it has our label or their salon's label on it, it's the only place yeah. they can get it. They get it in the exactly. salon or online. Yeah. So so, and you so can that also is one guarantee way. the content, for instance. Oh, exactly. You know what's in it. You know how it works. All your staff are trained on it. They get to test it. They know what's in it. Um, they they play around with it. You know, you'll get you'll get people in your uh, you know employees who will take the products and they'll make them do different things. I mean, there was yeah. one who would test something and say, okay, well, this is what this is used for traditionally, and then he would take it and do other things with it and combine it with something else and come up with a whole new concept. Um, yeah. it's fun. It's it, it's it gives your employees something creative to do, and because you're you're creative people, it's really important to keep them happy and motivated and excited about what they're doing and products is yeah. one of those areas that they like um, and it also gives them a chance to say if you have your own and say well I want something that does this can you go and find me something that does this can you go to the manufacturer and say I want a product that does this and then they'll come back and say yeah we've got this or that's great we'll test some some new products and then you'll have something of your own um, yeah. so that is just one way of doing it the other way when another way of getting people to consume your product or to do what um, you want with products and stop them from buying cheaply from other sources is have it as part of a package. I was just going to mention that because you are uh, 
an advocate of uh, memberships, aren't you? Huge. Continuity in your business is massive. Think about all the things that continuity brings you. So if you, someone is buying from you on a monthly basis as a subscription, so like a gym membership, they're just paying you money every single month, you know that you've got a guaranteed income every single month. You've got cash flow every single month coming into your salon. That means you can do a whole load of things that you couldn't do before because you were relying on people making bookings and turning up and taking money from them. But if someone is paying you a set amount of money each month and you've got 10 of those people paying you a set amount of money each month, you know exactly what's going to come into your bank and then you can use it. The the other thing that goes along with continuity is if you're looking to sell your salon, if you're a position that you, you want to get out and you want to sell your salon, that continuity is a huge leverage for someone who's buying your salon. You can say, I've got a guaranteed amount of income that comes in every month from these this subscription, these mem this membership. Um, it yeah. raises the price of your sale price of your salon exponentially because um, it's a guaranteed income coming in. So there's lots of things that continuity does. Uh, it creates a loyal herd, it creates people who want to be in your business, um, and it just makes things so much easier. So what you could do is create a continuity package around your products as well as your services. So you can combine them or you could do different. And I know that there's a lot of these places. So I know that um, uh, Kennedy Barbers, for example, in the, U uh, the US, they have a continuity package where um, a man signs up for all his barbering for the year and he pays a monthly fee for for that. So he gets you know, a barber um, cut every month for a set fee, plus he gets a take-home product at that time, plus he gets all the products he needs sent to him in the mail every month so he never runs out. Um, and it's yeah. a set price and that's what happens. So you can easily do that with your customers. You can say, this is the package. And it doesn't have to be every month, it could be every six weeks. Every six weeks you get a shampoo, a conditioner and a treatment. And this is what it's going to cost you and you'll never run out. And also you could combine that, of course, with a, with a similar model, model with, um, when it comes to haircuts. So you could have a Of course, you can say, well, well you can have a... part of the package, yeah. Yeah, you can have two cut and blow dryers each each six weeks or one cut and blow dryer each six weeks and one cut, two, three colours a year and this is going to cost you. Do you know what? Someone does it here in the glitter pit and uh, it was one of Mr. QBV's colleagues came up to him and he said, oh my God, your wife is going to love this because they all kind of know what I do. And <laughs> she, said, she said, so this is, this is how people talk. She said, I pay X amount of money every month and go and get as many blow dryers as I want. She doesn't go, so here's the thing, when you do a gym membership, right, and yeah. you probably, if you've had a gym membership before, um, there'll be people who go every single day and they'll get the value of their gym membership. And you know, the gym may yep. lose on those people because they're using the services every single day, even though they won't really because they're open anyway, they want people to be in there. And then you'll get people who maybe go once a week or yep. you'll get people who go once a month and you'll get people who go once a year and then forget to stop their gym membership. So you're winning. Yeah, they are too embarrassed to stop it. Yeah, on 80% of the people. So you don't have to worry particularly about the woman who, or the man who decides to go in every single day for a blow dry with that membership. I mean, you make sure yourself you're kind of covered, but you'll get people who maybe only go once a month for that blow dry, but are still paying the same membership fee. So, so you will win. Yeah.
so you don't have to worry about that. You know, she's this woman here. She thinks it's the most amazing thing ever. She doesn't have to think about it. It just comes out of her wages every month. She goes into the salon whenever she, and she's a priority customer. So they've also added value to this membership. So you can add as much value as you can. So they get priority bookings. They get bookings on times where um, you know the salon might be closed or emergency ones, emergency repairs, they get entitled to that. They get all sorts of other things. So um, gifts on their birthday, a newsletter every month, whatever it is, add value to the package, add value to the continuity, the membership, um, and you'll get people signing up, no problem at all. Exactly. And Kat, you're giving away too much value now. I know, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll save the big ones for later. <laughs> yeah. And the, the essence is just that you, you it's, it's very easy to, when you, when you start a salon, it's, it's easy to look at what everyone's doing and then doing just copying what they're doing. Yeah. But that makes you the same. It makes it very hard to, to distinguish yourself from the others. What you do is you do stuff like Kat says to differentiate, differentiate yourself from the others. And that makes it easier for you to charge the prices you want and the rest of it just follows from that. And, and the thing is, there's a lot of other ways of doing it. And obviously, if you, you want to know what they are, then apply for our private podcast on our, um, on our website, which is the growyourcellonfastshow.com. Uh, and we can give you some more amazing ideas that actually work. Because um, sometimes it's hard to just go and say, okay, I'm going to create a membership. There are ways... There are things. Yeah, that, that, that's easier said than done. And yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's where we show you how. So we show you what you need to use, what software, what you need to set up, how to make it work. And it's you know, it's not difficult. It'll take a little bit of time to get it set up, but it's not difficult. Um, so that's the kind of thing that we can show you how to do uh, on your private podcast. So you can do that. But the thing you mentioned about the fact that when you set up a salon, you want to be different from everybody else. If you're going to sit and complain about people being buying their stuff online then you're doing it wrong and that's all there that's is true. to it you can sit and complain about it or you can take action and do something well that's the hardest thing isn't it but the good thing about the private podcast is that we can get you unstuck because when you sit there every day in your salon and day in day out do the same and you're frustrated and you you know that something's going to change but you're not quite sure what or where to begin or what where's the most important thing you could do then it's um, really good to have someone else with experience uh, who could tell you what to do and that's what we give them in the private podcast isn't it not just showing them what to do but how to do it because it's all about the how right so first off then yeah go and get the uh, private uh, private lap dance as we call it the private lap dance yep and and then rate reviewers send us some stars we want some stars we want some comments that helps us get us our information out there to other salon owners who might be in the same state that you are. So do that. And you can also send us a message if you want to. Yeah. You probably should. No problem at all. Go on the website and send us a message. Yeah. We'll read it live on here. Next episode, Kat, will probably be recorded um, <gasps> with us together in the same room. Oh, my God. Bring on the beer. Yeah, the listener. Yeah, exactly. The listeners can look forward to that. A beer, beer-induced podcast episode. That sounds good to me. In the meantime. In the meantime, take care. Speak and to you next week. And get a private podcast. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. 
share, and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.